Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. From Equitymates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. McDonald's, Starbucks, Ikea. Or should I say, Uncle Vanya, Star Coffee and Idea. After Russia's invasion of Ukraine earlier this year, many big Western brands shut their operations in Russia and left the world's 11th largest economy. But these businesses were incredibly popular with the Russian people. Many of them were potent symbols of post-Cold War Russia and had become a major part of the Russian people's lifestyle and culture. And their abrupt closures left a gaping hole. Now, the void is being filled by Russian entrepreneurs. The amount of knockoff brands has shot up since the war began. And these aren't unlicensed knockoffs you might see when traveling overseas. These are government-sanctioned knockoffs. They're going to be big Russian businesses, copycats of their Western counterparts. It's Wednesday, the 31st of August, and today I want to know... What's happening with Russian knockoffs? Are they popular? And is anyone trying to stop them? To do this, I'm joined by my colleague, Darcy Cordell. Darcy, welcome to The Dive. Thanks, Sasha. Great to be with you. If you were going to start a rival company to any of one of your brands, which one would it be? Uh, The Australian Football League. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I should have seen that one coming. You're such a fan. So let's get to the topic at hand. Take me back to February 24th when Russia entered Ukraine. What was the response from governments and multinational corporations? Beer giant Heineken is the latest major company to halt operations in Russia in response to... Russia's invasion of Ukraine. McDonald's, Coca-Cola, Starbucks suspending operations in so Russia. So other Western countries shuttering in Russia right along with the Golden Arches. So these major companies have either suspended their services in Russia or moved out of the country entirely. And others including Apple, Disney, H&M, Netflix, PlayStation, Spotify, TikTok and Levi's jeans have all done the same. Many big international companies have left, but only a few have been knocked off. Three that really piqued our interest were McDonald's, Starbucks and Ikea. They all left Russia, but we're now seeing some, I've got to say, eerily similar brands popping up. So can you tell me a bit more about these three? Well, McDonald's is selling its business in Russia in response to the war in Ukraine. Burger chain said it wasn't consistent with its values to continue operating there. Back in March, McDonald's closed all 846 of its Russian stores in response to the war. And it recently confirmed that move would be permanent. So leaving the country is expected to cost McDonald's about $1.2 billion. But soon after, they found a buyer in Russian businessman Alexander Govor, and he already operated 25 of McDonald's outlets in Siberia. 
but just days after they did shut their doors in Russia, a trademark application was filed for a brand called Uncle Vanya. So the nearly 850 Russian restaurants will operate under that Uncle Vanya name and they'll be staffed by pretty much the same 62,000 employees. But the best part, or the worst, Sasha, is the logo. It's the famous arches, but rotated 90 degrees and formed into the Russian letter B, which sounds like the English V for Vanya. A cheeky reuse of the symbol there, Darcy, (laughs) from what I can see. It's well worth Googling. And... This is especially potent because McDonald's opened its doors in Russia just after the Cold War. That's right. Well, it's been 14 years in the making and today, finally, McDonald's threw open the doors to its first restaurant in Moscow. And make no mistake, this was an event of major gastronomic proportions. So what about Starbucks? Starbucks has been another symbol of Western influence in Russia and they opened their first ever coffee shop in 2007 in Russia and they expanded to 130 locations and employed about 2,000 staff in Russia. But like McDonald's, Starbucks permanently shut their stores in May. But just last week, Stars Coffee opened, Sasha. And Russian rapper Tamati and restaurateur Anton Pinsky, who were the two that acquired the rights to the chain in Russia, they attended the opening of the first 130 cafes that were previously owned by Starbucks. And Russian authorities have also taken trademark applications for Starbucks, McDonald's with a K and MacDak, all three from the same applicant. Okay, so then we've got IKEA. What's happening to them? The world's biggest furniture brand, IKEA, they also closed their Russian stores in early March. But only a few days later, a registration of trademark for a new furniture company with that very similar logo was submitted to the Russian government for approval. This is a bit of a funny one. All they could be bothered to change was one letter. Instead of IKEA, it's now IDEA. <laughs> they could have used a little bit more imagination. Russia has been decoupled from the global economy and all these goods and services that came into Russia over the past years and made Russia part of the modern world. So the, the ripple effects of this are going to be massive. So are there any other examples of rebranding in Russia? So Yale's School of Management, they've estimated that 1,000 companies have stopped operations in Russia after the onset of the war in Ukraine. So there's plenty of brands for Russian businesses to knock off. Let's play a little game here. And without looking up their packaging or logos, Sasha, I want you to guess what these new Russian brands are knockoffs of. Okay, hit me. Cool Cola. That's got to be Coca-Cola, right? Well done. We started with an easy one. One out of one. Coca-Cola is on the shelves right now of the store, so we might as well give it a quick sip. Let's let's hear the fizz, my friends. And a bit more on Coca-Cola. The Russian drinks producer Ochakovo said their Coca-Cola has, quote, the classic flavours of your favourite soft drinks with a, quote, cult taste. Sounds a lot like you know what to me. It sounds like they're subtly trying to um, announce that they're very similar to Coca-Cola. All right, what's next? Fancy. Uh, Is that Fanta? Very good, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fancy Mm. is Fanta and once you look at the packaging, you will not mistake it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, have you got any others up your sleeve for me? Last one I've got for you is Street. 
Um, all I can think of is Streets ice cream. Is it that brand? Not quite. This is the hard one. This is Sprite. So it's lemon, lime, street or Sprite. Okay. The last two might not be as obvious, but once you see a photo of the bottles, it'll be really hard not to think of the original brand. <laughs> all right. It sounds like they're not too concerned about trademark or copyright issues with names that are that similar. Let's take a quick break. And then I want to know if there's any consequences for these copycat brands brazenness. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. After more than a month of fighting in Ukraine, ordinary Russians have fewer options when they go shopping. More than 600 foreign brands have announced their withdrawal from Russia, according to Yale University. Some cited concerns about the conflict and the safety of staff, while others left as the U.S. and its allies unleashed a raft of sanctions that could complicate business operations in the country. Welcome back to The Dive. We've been hearing about the, quote, new brands in Russia that are very similar to some of our old favourites. Forget McDonald's, forget Starbucks, Ikea and Coca-Cola. Russia now has Uncle Vanya's, Star Coffee, Idea and Cool Cola. So Darcy, I guess the question is, are there any legal implications here or copyright issues? Can these Russian businesses just carry on operating as they please? Sasha, you can pretty much do what you want in Russia now. (laughs) The Russian government has indicated that it would allow individuals and businesses to use patents and trademarks, including brand names from so-called unfriendly countries, without permission. So this has allowed all these brands to be knocked off essentially without any repercussions. And for the brands that have been knocked off, McDonald's, Ikea, Starbucks, good luck making the Russian counterparts pay even if you brought a case forward. Has this sort of imitation happened before then? It actually has and not far away at all. So bootleg versions of Western brands have been operating for several years in breakaway regions of Ukraine like Crimea where governments sympathetic to Russia have been operating. So similar to what we've seen this year, there have been sanctions imposed on these areas for a couple of years and imitation brands have been quick to swoop once the Western counterparts left. One of those brands is, quote, Don Mac, which translates to Big Mac, a chain whose yellow M-shaped logo bears a very strong resemblance to McDonald's. Then we've got Star Ducks, Sasha, and they serve lattes, espressos, cocoa and tea at locations in Crimea. Okay. Perhaps my favourite, fried chicken fans can go to Crimean Fried Chicken or CFC, which sells buckets of chicken as well as burgers, barbecue and chicken sandwich. Its motto is, I'm good here. Well, I know one of their slogans, uh, Darcy, was so good and finger licking good. So they've obviously just gone with the good theme and come up with something. Kept it short and sharp, yeah. Yeah, short and sweet. I'm good here. Um, So we're talking about these powerful companies, McDonald's, Ikea, Starbucks, Coca-Cola, KFC. You know, all of them are multi-billion dollar companies with a fair bit of heft behind them. Have they done anything or are they just powerless in this situation? Yeah, as we've kind of touched on, they're pretty powerless in Russia. They can't enforce their trademarks in Russian courts. They can't lobby Russian politicians 
and they can't stop these Russian entrepreneurs from taking their stores and operating them under these knockoff brands and trademarks. So if they can't really stop them, then what happens if McDonald's, Ikea, Starbucks, any of these companies want to return to Russia in the future? Is that going to be possible? Well, relations with most countries and companies are severed at the moment and I can't see that changing for a long time, Sasha. These businesses would probably have to reapply for trademarks if they wanted to enter Russia again. But if relations do get better and Western companies want to re-enter the country, we could see a situation where McDonald's is competing with Uncle Vanya's or Starbucks competing with Star Coffee. Wow. Well, the big question, one I've avoided so far, is are any of them making money? How successful have these knockoff companies been? Before the onset of the war, these were some of the most successful businesses in Russia. McDonald's stores in Russia and Ukraine were generating about $310 million annually, according to Reuters. But no one expects Uncle Vanya's or Star's Coffee to do as well as McDonald's and Starbucks. Just sourcing the same quality of ingredients and having the same level of management is going to be difficult. But still, even if they're generating a fraction of what their Western counterparts used to make, they'll still become some of Russia's biggest businesses. But we haven't got much data yet on how successful they've been or will be, Sasha. Interesting. Well, the most disappointing thing for me, Darcy, is that they couldn't come up with more original names (laughs) than just changing it from IKEA to IDEA. You'd think you'd be more imaginative if you're going to be just blindly knocking something off. Yep, I think they clearly want to keep the keep the loyal customers. Yeah, absolutely. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend about it. It really is the best way for our podcast to grow. And if you're listening because you've been referred, then thank you so much. We have a growing back catalogue that's well worth checking out. Our last three episodes have talked about student loan forgiveness, the business of Mr. Beast, YouTube's highest earner, and our three biggest takeaways from the reporting season. Go check them out. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at thedive.businessnews. You can contact us by email, thedive at equitymates.com. And you can subscribe wherever you're listening right now so you never miss an episode. Darcy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Sasha. Until next time. The Dive is a product of Equitymates Media. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of The Dive acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The hosts of The Dive are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. 